dry as a bone. Dry, dry, dry. We are. Oh, that's seriously dry. In your face. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> real dry. <laughs> Josh. Samson? Samson, with a P. With yes. a P. I wasn't sure. Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah. your name is never your name anywhere. It's Drumson. Name is, uh, yeah, of course. No, it's Jay the Samson now. Is yeah. it? Jay the Samson? I think so. Yeah, I think I turned around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sore. My left hand is quite sore. Oh? Yeah. From all the percussion today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. Uh, Josh was in Avenue Road with Alex Barrick, house engineer, uh, finishing off Moxie album one two for me number one for the lads number two yeah wow yeah i didn't realize you came in only about two years ago oh wow and yeah. had they been going yeah for like six seven years before that nearly i think oh wow okay. maybe eight years total or something like that yeah right yeah yeah <clears throat> and yeah it's really exciting yeah. yeah it's my first time doing like a proper album start to finish so wow yeah so it's uh it's been great yeah alex has been amazing we're up in uh camden studios doing it um up here in dublin and it went surprisingly smoothly i just was very anxious going into it because there was so much to do right uh, we had about 10 days 12 tracks to do and uh just looking at the schedule i was like this has to go on time you know if right. it doesn't we're gonna yeah we're just gonna be dragging after our asses, you know, and trying to Did get you, shit done. So you had a schedule for like each instrument, each. Uh, just the main thing. tracking. Right. Yeah. On the 10 days, the initial 10 days we did in Camden. So, yeah. uh, we aimed to do two a day. And then on one day, there was like one track that just needed that much work that it took all day. And then there was another one where we did three in one day. So it kind of evened out, but we did on okay. average like two tracks a day. And. Um, were you recording live, like playing all together? Yeah, we did but maybe isolated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the three, uh, Killian, Ted, oh, sorry, Killian, Joss, and Darren. So that's accordion, acoustic guitar, and keys. We're all in one room in the main big room there. I cool. was separated then, and then Ted was in with Alex in the in the control room. Oh no way! Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool little setup. Yeah. So what do you say? Accordion, acoustic guitar, and Keys. keys so there was a grand piano and then he had his electric <sighs> and like a moog and that mellotron they have in there it was just luscious yeah man <laughs> do you guys have bass going was <clears throat> uh there was some moog moog synth in there other, and then uh we're getting a friend of joss's bruno his name is he's living down in galway to play bass he's outrageous yeah class yeah it was actually because we've never had a bass player and ah. it was something that was in tracks before Right. And I think it's something that goes throughout, like, I want to say the trad world, but, you know, I'm tr we're trying to get away from that kind of thing. But okay. it is something I've witnessed coming into this uh, group that people, like the acoustic guitar player has an octave pedal, that kind of thing. Okay. And then that's usually it, you know, and it's right. always lacking. And it was le very much lacking when I joined the band. Yeah. And then we put some in the tracks and then just... You guys play to tracks? Uh, we were. We're going to revamp the whole thing now that we've done the album because it's oh, just a wow. completely different thing now. So Cool. Yeah, there's lots more going on and a lot more um, scapes and fucking whatever else. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Just loads, loads more stuff. New melodies and just atmospheres and that oh, kind wow. of thing, you know. So, um, And then, yeah, Josh started playing the bass on the, the synth um, on stage. And that's been good. It's It's been nice to have that element played by someone. Yeah. But also, like, Josh is a wizard. He's an absolute genius. But, like, it's just very tough for someone to play 
you know, a bass line on their left hand and then like a busy right hand doing all that shit yeah. and it's, trying to keep them separate. Yeah. It's just like it's next level. Yeah. Shit. So we'll see. Yeah. I think he could get it down, but we're also thinking of maybe putting the bass back in the tracks kind of thing. Wow. Because it's too expensive to get a bass back. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. We all know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pricey. Man, so have you got, <clears throat> what are we now? February? You got gigs lined up and stuff? With we're trying to book some gigs. We're going to book a tour. I think the album's going to come out in October time. So we're oh, trying wow. to book a tour in like, and around that. That's still eight months away. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's yeah. like, today was the last day of tracking. Yeah. There are outs. There are about, yeah. yeah. Or I like whatever, you know, like. Yeah, I'm yeah, done yeah. with my bit there are okay. you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're sending it off for production and I think mixing is going to be done by Alex. I think that's the latest kind of may maybe decision yeah you've you yeah. got your oh sorry <laughs> we should tell everyone we don't adam isn't being really quiet. come on adam speak up will you yeah. nope <laughs> no adam's not here unfortunately I wish he was I'd i know like to meet him but yeah, yeah he's he's a cheeky chap yeah uh, so we don't have any of our samples or adam to look up anything actually yeah so we can't get stuck on any trivia that's fine I <laughs> yeah can't we need for too long anyway, right? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Well, we, we need to know everything we're talking about we sure. can't can't doubt ourselves sure we just even if it's wrong we have to stick with it yeah okay <laughs> but uh now adam's in chicago he uh he's visiting his girlfriend courtney who is on tour with riverdance oh, of no all way. things yeah on the u.s tour and he managed to get flights to chicago for like 300 euro or something return yeah from dublin which yeah. is amazing wow so he's like yeah That's see great. ya yeah cool that must unreal. be mental the riverdance thing still just mental like yeah yeah i think it's, ending, it's like. the 25th anniversary this year it's crazy so right now i think they actually have a, a full troop in the states and a full troop in europe yeah just constantly going yeah 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 it's insane and then i think there's like a like a home gig in ed gady like all summer yeah so courtney will probably be back here to do mm. that she was here last year and stuff so yeah mental full schedule on. yeah yeah they're doing like i think it's somewhere but I could be talking about my whole, but it's somewhere between like eight, eight and eleven days in like each city, which is actually kind of cool because mm. you kind of get to know the place and like, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, it's usually just like one, two nights there, and yeah, then you're off, right, but yeah, go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah. It's like the gig's done. Come on, yeah, we got a fourteen-hour drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've done a bit of that. I have, yeah, over the last two years, pretty much, yeah. With Talos, with Talos mainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that? Yeah, it's been great full yeah, on really yeah full on at times you know it is it is for anyone who does that it's a kind of it's a strange way to live really yeah but especially like the level we were doing at where you don't have a place to sleep every night well you do you know you're driving essentially just driving to a hotel instead of sleeping on a bus yeah which i think you know there's ups and downs to everything right yeah i think i was i was talking yeah. with michal and he was like the bumps in the road just fuck you up you know yeah when you're sleeping on the bus yeah but then <clears throat> we're like a lot of the time we'd be leaving a show at like 11 might have to do like another two hours driving three hours driving depending on where we are what we're doing and then trying to sleep at like 4 a.m getting up at 7 kind of thing and that might happen two or three nights in a row and jesus yeah i mean you know it's just part of that's what it is thing, yeah you know? so yeah, yeah um sure there's like really tense moments but you kind of you just go through them you know yeah. like anything else you kind of have to right yeah yeah yeah. and especially if you have like yeah i, I tour with my brothers in that band uh sunny alex yeah play, sunny plays bass and then alex plays guitar and they both do a bit of synth as well but um i think it's made it uh a bit easier right just because i know what they're like and 
we just get on as brothers. We're, we've always been, we're close in age and we've always been just close. We're all just the same person essentially. Cool. You know, so. Yeah. That must be a real privilege like, <clears throat> just to get to do that. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Yeah, it yeah. really has. Um, That's crazy. I didn't really think we'd ever get to do it actually. Yeah. For some reason, because we were always in different bands growing up. and Okay. Yeah, just always just separated doing our own things. I think it was like a thing of, because we had so many years growing up initially, that that when it came to to separate, we really like kind of wanted to separate or something, you know. So right, yeah, to yeah. gain that sense of individuality. So. Yeah, especially me with my twin. I think. Yeah, you've got a twin. Sonny's my twin. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't no know one that. Knows that. Yeah. I didn't know that. No one does. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit! So you get to go touring with your twin brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That is very cool. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And is that it? Like, so there's the three of you, Owen, who. Kind of yeah, I mean, he's like yeah. Talos, I guess. Yeah, or is Talos the band? Like, it's well, he's like, Talos. Is he? I don't know. I, the, I'm well, not gonna, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Talos is on. Yeah, it's his music. Cool. He's always written it all. Um, the live thing has just become its own thing over the last like four to five years now. Okay. Um, but he was still playing before that. Maybe three years before we met him. Right. Uh, he had a couple of different people playing with him live and different outfits and stuff. Um, but it's been in that state. I mean, the, the main amount of touring has been dust, done by the four of us. Okay. Just to, because it's a money thing. It's a, yeah. a space thing on stage. We're usually doing like support slots. Right. That kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then for bigger shows, we kind of bulk it out and yeah, add add people in. So and Doc I'll... is the keys player. Right. And then now we have Kean. We used to have Sam playing. Yeah. Um. But Sam. Yeah. Sam was basically just too busy with his business. And yeah. It was just like he came on tour and it was just like he was like I have to go home. This is too much, you know. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Totally fair. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's just like you can't do both. You know. No. It's like. Yeah. Traveling around all the time, trying to make it as a musician, and then running a venue is just yeah. Impo- not, literally impossible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You need two bodies for that. Yeah. yeah. So now Keen's doing the old he double does bigger drums. shows. Yeah. Yeah. And more, you know, when we move forward, it'll get more and more like that. And yeah, we'll be able to do bigger gigs like that. But Unreal. Yeah. I've only seen clips. I haven't seen it in the flesh, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was really fun with Sam as well. I mean, I've been, I was playing with Sam for maybe like six, seven years like that with like drums and he did stand up percussion kind of thing. Really? Like even before the Talos thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. had, um, so Nick is our engineer, Nick Rayner. Um, right. who is kind of living down in Cork kind of at the moment he's from Cambridge and okay. uh, we met him in music college about 10 years ago now in Guildford so me and Sam were there Alex was there as well kind of like two years ahead of us in the same college the Academy of Contemporary Music it was called ah no way uh, so we met Nick there and then we were playing with Nick for a while well, Sam was playing with Nick he kind of met Nick and this other guy Danny started playing drums with him in this band Jarrah Cigar it was called and then um, it was not long after that that Sam's father passed away Paddy who used to run Conley's originally right so it was a case of him having to go home it was like a two week period where he found out he was gonna die and then he died okay so he was just like gone pretty much from England and they never he never went back he kind of finished his studies at that point and oh that was just kind of moved on from then yeah wow so it was quite a oh, shock God. like you know so oh, so Jesus, I I kind of just yeah you know yeah fuck. yeah yeah i mean what are you gonna do now yeah exactly it happens it's been 10 years actually nearly 10 years now wow it's his anniversary coming up on the 29th of march yeah wow yeah we're gonna be doing something in conley's for a little plug wow yeah a little 10 year anniversary for uh paddy 
um, with his band. We're just going to do uh, covers that his band used to do. The, uh, ah, savage. Cliff Rescue and the, uh, the Helicopters. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah. I think one of his old mates who used to play keys is coming down and we're just going to jam out and have some fun. Yeah. So. Oh, man, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. So, um, so that was college. Sam came home. Yeah. Uh, he kind of just took up his job in that uh, band as uh, the drummer. So. Right. So we were just playing with Nick and then uh, we all, I came back then to Ireland and then Nick started coming over more frequently to record and do stuff. And then we just started playing as a four piece, me and him and Sonny and Sam. Oh, right. So it was like double drums, bass, bunch of tracks, and then Nick. It's kind of very like unformed, unsettled kind of setup, but okay. did it for a while. So that was like the first outfit where we had, we thought about doing the double drum thing, but it just didn't make sense at the time to do full two kits again two for kits, like right. space. And it's yeah, just yeah. nightmare. So much shit. Yeah, yeah. so much <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just so many mics and everything. Yeah, that too. Like, it's, it's a channel list thing as well. As much channel list you know. and stuff like yeah, oh, cool. Especially when you're like a support band. But yeah, like... So um, we need 18 channels yeah. just for the drums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, so did that band have a name? That was Farewell JR because Nick's father also died at the same time Sam's father died. Whoa. So that was like a farewell to, to Nick's father that he called it the project after him was Farewell JR. He also got a call from, it was called JR Cigar, but he called it a call from, that's a New York cigar company. Right. You got a, like a letter from them being like, no. you know, change your name or we'll sue you. For, what? You know, so at that time as well, he he kind of put it up as like "see you later, farewell, JR." At that point, to okay. kind of just say goodbye to the project, and then his father died, and he got you know kind of went through the whole thing, and then he wrote some music after that, and kind wow. of refreshed it all after that. So Jesus, it was this huge period of like change. For that both, sounds for big, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, and that was like ten years ago. That was probably yeah, nearly ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, in and around. I mean, yeah, I think we we moved back to Ireland and started that project a bit later than that. But okay, but yeah, that's the like kind of beginning of it. Beginning of it, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been that long since I've been playing with Sam like that. Um, wow. We did a, <clears throat> a disco funk outfit as well called the Saxy Ladyboys. Savage. Did you ever hear that? No. Yeah. Never heard of Good. that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was a bunch of crack. Yeah, but that was that was the kind of main one we did for a while. Saxy Ladyboys. Like three or four years or something. What was the lineup? Uh, that was drums, bass, guitar, uh, percussion, and then uh, singer. Uh, she played sax as well so that was she the, the fucking part. better have, yeah they better have been yeah. you're like where's the, <laughs> where's the fucking sax man <laughs> yeah and we used to all dress up like fucking stupid yeah disco outfits and stuff yeah was it a money making thing or was it for, for um, the crack or a bit it of was both? initially for crack it was uh, so the guitar player and the bass player Sam Sam Clegg who's the guitar player do you ever hear him no yeah, he's an amazing musician and then Eden Ray was the bass player he's another amazing musician he works down the opera in Cork now Sam oh Andrew, wow but um, <clears throat> they had another band. It was like a reggae band, and they had this gig that they had to cancel. And then they were basically like, "Do you want to play drums and just do a bunch of covers that we don't do? Have some fun." And I was like, "Do you want to get Sam to do percussion?" And then it was just invited. So Eve is Sam's Sam Clegg's sister. There's two Sams in the band, right? So uh, we got Eve as well, and that was a five piece then. And it was it was in the Crane Lane in Cork. It was like a Tuesday night or something, but it was just like a lot of fun. Class. And then it just kind of stuck. Yeah. for three four years yeah and then it did become a money-making thing like then right. we started doing weddings eventually and yeah, yeah, yeah it was all like nice stuff it was like the nicest kind of wedding stuff <sighs> you could do you know class like stupid parties yeah yeah, yeah yeah so much fun yeah and then it just didn't it wasn't fun anymore 
And we're like, right, right. this is just ruining our minds, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally fair. <laughs> Let's stop playing covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. think yeah, it might have been the last time I was in a cover band actually. Really, like a proper proper one. Proper one, yeah. yeah. Wow, that was a good five six years ago now. When maybe. it finished, some of like that, yeah. Wow, I think. Okay, I'm maybe confusing all my years now, but yeah, fuck it. It's pretty soul destroying, isn't it? Can be, yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, depends what kind of person you are, though. You know. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're in anything to make money then there's a way to to do that through whatever medium you're doing right yeah uh yeah yeah i mean there's plenty of drummers who just don't say anything they just do the job and just go home right and yeah that's it for them you know that's a job achievement unlocked they've got families and mortgages and all the rest of it right and so it's them you know yep and then other people do that and they're not happy with it and they come home they're like i just want to fucking play simple fucking stuff of my own or yeah. just play in a cover band in the corner somewhere and not be seen or yeah yeah something like that so really depends what you want you yeah know, and 100%. what your soul's like yeah what it what it needs you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep does it yeah not what we want <laughs> i'm gonna, <laughs> gonna start shooting stuff down there no i like i do it i, I play covers and stuff <clears> and it's just like it's tough it's yeah. tough and sometimes even the money doesn't justify it. Sure. You know, yeah. just to like, okay. Yeah. It's like a long day. Yeah. You know, I could leave, I could leave here at half four and get back at three in the morning. And mm. just like, Oof. yeah, that's, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make it worth your while financially. Yeah. And then also, it also just depends who you're playing with and what kind of stuff you're playing and how into it. Yeah. You are, right. Because if you're playing like, funk soul stuff that's really fun just sitting in the pocket all night and you got a bunch of fills to execute you know yeah yeah. and then you're playing with other people who are just grooving the whole night and it can be quite fun right yeah i actually i kind of want to get back to it now because it's been so long yeah really yeah for both those reasons just yeah, to make yeah. more money for music and yeah. to also just have a bit of crack have and a bit of crack, be yeah. this serious fucking not, not that <laughs> my musical oh, no, go life on, finish. Go not on, that my musical on. life is all serious and stuff i yeah, do yeah, find yeah. a lot of enjoyment and fun out of it but yeah um just to be more regular you know and you in know your what? hometown and yeah smaller yeah. bars i love small bars small oh man little clubs and stuff yeah, yeah it's great feed off people like totally yeah they're right there with you like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. no but <laughs> you're right to take things seriously and stuff like because if you don't you'll just be that guy who's just sure sitting in the wedding band sure the whole time because yeah. it's the only way you'll make original music anywhere near the kind of financial support mm. for yourself mm. that cover music is for whatever reason just immediately mm. for people you know mm. it's crazy yeah and that's the thing when you're when you're doing so much of that you get to a certain point you might be asked to be in seven different cover bands or whatever and then you have to be watched you have to watch that as well because it leaves no time to Not do time your to own do thing anything right? else if you have any other projects it's like really really tough to do that yeah even to find the the physical energy to do it oh, man it's just crazy yeah yeah it's absolutely insane yeah yeah Oh, like I know, boohoo, poor, poor us, us. Know, yeah. <laughs> poor us. But it is like these are our perspectives, right? It's the it's just the perspective, yeah? yeah. It's just it, like, um, yeah. It's a funny one. It is funny because all of it. If you want anything to be in any way decent, it it has to take a bit of work. Totally, everything takes a lot of time, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of time. So it's kind of yeah. It's just those like. Ben Cooper was talking about it last week. Mm. He was like, it's usually around half six on a Saturday you start having these conversations with yourself. Yeah. You know, right yeah. when you're loading up the car, right. you're off to some hotel somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Just why? 
why to be, why am I to doing be this? in playing drums in my living room or something yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but gra- is the grass always greener probably yeah i mean yeah i mean if 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 you don't see it being green you have to make it greener for yourself right yeah you have to like take those steps yeah yeah right because i think everyone's the same in that respect if you don't like watch out for your your mental health and what you need you know you have to know what you need yeah on a daily basis 100 percent. yeah if you're not getting that you're giving yourself too much of something else then it's just balance right like yeah. anything yeah like anything in life like yeah. good diet whatever yeah, totally good diet helps good like music good yeah yeah like um <clears throat> Yeah, I, I just ha- I wrestle with these things where you know, like if I'm going out for like six or seven hours and the money's not amazing, I'm like, I could use all that energy to just sit at home and plan yeah. a great big project that would make ten times as much. And like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. And then it's yeah. it's just this weird little like, um, yeah, it's a mind game, yeah. I suppose. You and know, just sometimes it feels like you're going in circles or something. Yeah, with certain things. Rob Kennedy talked about it early on. He was just like, he just called it quits with like all the cover stuff. Mm. He was like, I'm happy to work for free f- for a while. Yeah. Take what, take whatever's going, just do that kind Get of thing. Get your name out there as a, someone there. who's into doing original products. Original whatever, projects. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. yeah. what it takes sometimes. I mean, I, after that band, the sexy lady boys, uh, when that kind of finished, I was like, I don't want to play covers. Like if, if I didn't enjoy that and that was like the best it could possibly the, be, the yeah. most fun a cover band could be. Yeah, right. exactly then I'm not going to enjoy much, much else, you know, in that, in that realm. Yeah. So I actually just got a day job and it was the first time I had no a, like, a, like a day job in a salad shop, uh, down in Cork, like the Brockman, you know that place? Yeah. Yeah. No way. I worked you there for like Brockman. two and a half years, helped set up the place and what? did all the outdoor markets and stuff. And yeah, I was wow. kind of used to that for, uh, I say it was like the first proper job. I did have another job, but it wasn't really like a legit kind of job. It was more like just, it wasn't like as professional, let's say, okay. as that. And I Go didn't on. have. Was it, wasn't, it? it was called Very Healthy Food. It was on Douglas Street. Oh right. It's not there now, but all the utensils and uh, things, and I guess the not the idea, but like the 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 spirit of the place went to a place called My Goodness, which is still in Cork now, still operating. Yeah. That's all vegan, all you know, very conscious food. Let's okay. Say. Yeah. 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 So that's still there. I'm really glad that's all still there. But yeah, uh, went to work in that place, and then I was working in another coffee shop, and I, we, I really kind of enjoyed gigging around, kind of with the odd thing, doing doing bits and bobs like yeah, that. Yeah, not really. No, it's all. It was just like you were just working. Like there was yeah, you, yeah, yeah. playing at all. I there was one year where I did like three or four gigs. That was it. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And when I look back at that, I was like, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that is not good. I'm having a bit too much fun with this, you know, nine, yeah. nine to five, like Monday to Friday kind of stuff, you know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it was crazy. good for a while just to get a sense of what other people are up to or like what it's like to have that kind of job. It's good people skills and like it's very social. and Oh, totally. And working with food. It was good food as well. So I kind of felt good about doing it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Same with the coffee. It was like nice, nice things, you know. It's a nice, it's tactile. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And you're constantly chatting with people. I was having lots of musical chats with a lot of people so oh like, cool kind of got my get the inspiration back thing like that whereas yeah, actually yeah. i find the music a lot of the time is a lot less social than you would think especially when you're touring and stuff you don't really want to engage right. that much you know yeah either because you're so tired or you're just going around that circle where you lose the sensibility of like maybe how important it is to do that or something or it just becomes you could become numb to it or something yeah you know? yeah yeah especially when it's the same people <clears throat> 
the kind of same people over and over again mm. even if it's your siblings it's probably pretty tricky <laughs> i wonder if that's on the mic can you hear that i can't they're <laughs> screaming they're still doing yeah, moxie lads sounds like they're screaming next There's door a lot of screaming in that band. yeah <laughs> um now i can imagine that like you you guys were just in a you're in a, i saw some clips of that talos tour it was a small a, a cozy van yeah they say yeah. yeah that would be tough that kind <clears> of thing I've, i haven't done an extensive tour of any kind in that size yeah. thing um but yeah it's crazy it's it just is. i guess it's self-preservation in a way you yeah. know <clears throat> there's a lot of like you don't want to open up too much just to you know after a certain point you know you just you know what you're going to get again and we, this is with the, the conversation with people is it like yeah the, i'm just get, guess about talking sure just having yeah, to yeah, open yeah. up and be Being sociable open, yeah. and i think just when i was more alluding to like when you're tired and you have that big responsibility to fill and it's more so when you're tired i think that you yeah. don't feel like connecting that much yeah no that's that's what i mean yeah, like that sure. whole yeah. kind of thing you're just like sure. you're just drained and it's yeah. drained i would rather just not and it's probably better for them if I don't. <laughs> yeah, know? I guess that point, yeah. Where it's you just know? better if everyone's just on their phones. Just, just on their phone, just looking at dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's never, it's kind of unspoken and you just kind of fall into mm. it. And then you start thinking about it and you're like, am I being an ass? Wait, but yeah. everybody's on their phone. No. Ah, yeah. ah, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then thankfully, again, I, I feel comfortable in that group where I there's bet. no like yeah. expectation of someone having to converse and. Yeah. be present or anything it's just like you're tired you're tired everyone's what going I, through the same what thing what an so. ideal setup for Owen where he just like doesn't need to worry about are the band getting on or like you know he doesn't well, need to, well yeah. but you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. within reason <laughs> within reason I think he went through maybe all the well we went through our kind of worrying stage kind of towards the start as a group of brothers it was some maybe some teething problems something like that you know Okay. <laughs> a few mishaps when we were drunk and shit like that you know oh yeah oh yeah scraps not scraps no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't actually physically would, fight. I don't know. Right, but uh, just I think emotional things okay. from when we were teenagers. That's the way I see it anyway. I think healthy, healthy maybe see it, it differently, but I don't know. <laughs> That's the way I see it. It's all emotional. We'll have to get them on emotional trauma and you know That's things a, you don't know that you've embodied or stored yeah. somewhere, and then it just comes up somewhere. That's what it all is. Yeah. Right. Always. Yeah. Lashing out at people, whatever it is. Yeah. Not liking somebody. It's an yeah, it's an, an addiction. In, it's as an well. in, inhibition. Yeah, you've got inside yourself. Like, <clears> that's, for sure, that's absolutely what it is. Mm. Yeah, that's psychology one on one, really. Yeah. You know. Did you study about that? Or? No. Yeah. Okay. You but just, just it just yeah. is like yeah, you know. Sure. Just, I <clears throat> built this place on my own, so I spent a lot of time thinking, thinking, <laughs> a lot of time thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is okay, it's good and bad, you know. Kind of mm. that much time on your own. Is, it's good. It was. It's nice to be back, kind of, mm. in amongst it all and gigging with people sure. and in yeah. and out of venues and stuff. It's. I wouldn't change it. I mm. wouldn't go back. Yeah, yeah. But it's very. It was very healthy to to have done that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just thinking about that, like, why arguments happen in the first place or or anything. It's always triggered by something else. It's a reaction to something, right? Yeah. Always. Which is stored somewhere in your memory. Yeah. From something you picked up when you were younger. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Like. It's pretty simple. Yeah. 
It is. But we say that now that it's been studied for, what, 50, 60 years? I know, yeah. Pretty yeah. intensity by these yeah, people yeah. who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, even. We're like, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. It makes total <laughs> sense. Like, there's a reason you're not sharing that thing or yeah. whatever. And, like, I look at my parents, like, my, my sister and I joke about our parents and just how, like, their generation seems so much further from this kind of conversation. Sure. And it's only one generation of away. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the openness to actually talk about it. To just be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, something messed me up when I was a kid and that's why I'm like this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd never say that. Yeah. They wouldn't have the, maybe the confidence to say something like that. To be that kind of open and vulnerable. Mm. They just have this kind of wall up. It's just yeah. like. I think so much shit happens to that generation where, uh, like, especially the schooling thing with them like oh, man. just the beating and like yeah i can't imagine how much shit they bottled up you know yeah and then that's when you're like you know figuring out a lot about the world still and like you're just learning what it's like and then yeah. then you just come out of like, that and it's like yeah. that's what it's like for the rest of my life kind of thing so. yeah just that like hard line discipline <clears throat> yeah hard seats all in straight lines in a classroom mm. absolutely just do your work yeah <sighs> can't imagine it no, I thought it was bad enough going through the school when I was alive, but Jesus, yeah, yeah. And it, imagine how much further back it goes, God you know. Damn, yeah. Like we were lucky, really. We we were lucky, really, and really they're lucky. only luckier again, you know. Yeah. It's it it's. I feel like there's a lot with there. There was. I feel like. How old are you? I'm 29. 29. Same. Yeah. I feel like when when we were in school, that kind of like, 12, 13, 14, as the internet was like, becoming itself. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Like the whole planet is getting all this information mm. all at once. And then of course, all this confirmation bias, negative feedback loops, all yeah. of this, the people start manipulating it. Of course. And then the internet's yeah. ruined forever. Yeah. It's just this cesspit of nonsense. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. But there are a lot of benefits to it, you know? Yeah, it's like anything. I look, I look at it like it's, a, it's an example of our values, right? Yeah, it's a tool to use for whatever purpose. It's like a knife, you know. You can use it to chop ve- vegetables or meat or whatever to cook, or you can stab someone with it. You know, that's brilliant. The same thing has very, very different uses. But what's important is our value structure, how we use the thing, you know, the tool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the internet is convoluted and full of shite, and everything's turned around to be sold at you. Yeah. That's just another echo of the system we live in right where it's yep. that's the aim of the game essentially yeah, totally. so there's no wonder there's no surprise really if you think about it we shouldn't be surprised that it's gone that way no yeah, yeah. and on top of it it's still an amazing incredible tool right that's to it use. exactly that's what i was uh, i was going to get there like yeah. that that whole we have all this like absolute awful negativity and mm. it led to donald trump getting elected in the mm. states and all this kind of stuff but at the same time if you do want to seek something out you can absolutely seek it out to the nth degree like you can know everything about something or mm. about psychology or about caring or totally yeah. all this this massive free resource in your pocket yep. it's insane <laughs> and then again yeah it just depends what depends you how personally you, yeah. want from it you know yeah totally and how much you're conditioned into believing certain aspects of it or right thinking they're important or something you know yeah so. yeah i know mm. I, I like with anything you're always just going to have a wide spectrum and you just need to find your spot within it. Yeah. I think. And I think we all get caught up in that bullshit, right? We all get stuck on oh, I need to buy scrolling it. I through. I need to buy this thing. It yeah, or that. Happy or like, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know. I've even had that with like music gear and stuff, you know. Oh, I man. think there, yeah, of course. Look around. <laughs> yeah. But at least with music, yeah. there's 
especially when you're actually a player, you know, and you totally you use yeah, them, yeah. then there's a there's an actual living function for that stuff. And, yeah, you know, it's totally. different to like buying. I don't know what people buy handbags and yeah. Seventy-eight inch television. Real nice jumpers. Oh, shit. <laughs> Real nice <Yeah>. jumpers. <laughs> Are they nice? Are they nice because they're expensive? Yeah. Who knows? You they're know? probably not very good quality. You know. Yep. Just. Just have a, told you there. Have a little. Uh, look nice. Yeah. Red and white. Teeny, 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 <clears throat> tiny Tommy Hilfiger logo on them. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Great. Go you. Yeah. Um. So when did you learn to start playing the drums? Uh, I kind of picked them up when I was thirteen, probably. I started playing guitar. We all kind of started playing guitar uh, at 11, three of us. Cool. And then my brother, Alex, just kind of excelled very quickly right. at that. And uh, He was older? He's a year and a half older than me and Sonny. Cool. So, <clears throat> he was older. He still is he older. He still is, sorry. <laughs> no, that's my <laughs> He was older then, was he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think at that age, me and Sonny just got a bit, little bit discouraged because we were all the same teacher and... He just kind of saw Alex. He was like, fucking cool. You know, this guy's like, right. he's a guitar player. Okay. And uh, myself and Sonny just got a little bit discouraged by that or something. Okay. But then we, I was playing in my school band or something. I was still in primary school at that age. So I was playing guitar, like big classical guitar and that. I wasn't very good at all. Still not. I still play a little bit, but not very much, you know. Uh, and Sonny was playing snare drum in that, I remember, for some reason. And then in or around the time we were 13, we just switched somehow to drums and bass. Um, cool. We're still kind of just like that, yeah. What was the school you were in? <coughs> were um, I'm actually living like quite close to it now. It's right behind it. It's Castle Haven Primary School. Cool. Yeah, down near Castle Townsend and Skibbereen and all that. Yeah. Can you remember who the teacher was who assembled that? Her name was uh, Martina. Class. Uh, she was an accordion player, massive accordion. Yeah? Yeah, it's a fucking big piano. Do you know her surname? Where you uh i don't oh. martina it's not o'connor because that's reminding me of martine o'connor who's an amazing yeah. accordion player. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh but i can't remember her no name that's okay no no i'm just fascinated by these like teachers in schools who sure. just like you know sow the seed yeah that uh, that you know you can remember yeah very much so i actually remember Sonny going playing like snare you know yeah yeah you, i remember asking my mom if i could play like she was like I think she was maybe asking me what instrument I wanted to pick up. I was like, tambourine, you know, just fucking tambourine. <laughs> just the she was like, just the tambo. Great. You know, right. You'll probably just be the tambourine. Best. Yeah. You sure? yeah. <laughs> probably be the best else? tambourine player in Ireland. Cause you're the only one who really yeah. wants to play it. I mean, maybe yeah. I should have gone with it. Cause I still have fuck, my hands fucked from playing tambourine today. I yeah. Say, yeah. The big really? Day. I haven't played percussion in ages of tambourine. I was just, yeah, it's going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's already swollen, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Jesus. So it was like 12 tracks and like maybe eight or nine of them had like... Proper... Yeah. Accents for the tambourine, Oh, you know? wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Fuck it. We'll no, I, I just really love asking people about that mm. kind of... Like just the, the, the kind of backbone it takes to assemble kids sure. into an ensemble and, and teach them how to play together. Yeah, yeah. It's just... I, I respect that so much yeah. especially young kids like 11 year olds mm. and like you you remember that so clearly because yeah we were doing it for years in that school I think before <sighs> we That's so got cool. to that stage I think yeah. where we went on snare drum and guitar and stuff or whatever yeah yeah because yeah, it was all tin whistle and ah, if someone just, played yeah. accordion they would but it was mainly just tin whistle and no one yeah. would play it kind of thing you know like every other school that yeah, yeah, yeah sure. right yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no I just love 
<clears throat> yeah the yeah there was like kids getting together and yeah. just playing and just yeah. there has to be an adult overseeing that for sure they're just they're really the source of all of this you know totally yeah you know yeah your dad plays drums he does yeah yeah, ah. still does yeah yeah he's 70 cool. in september and he's still playing yeah yeah it's great yeah often as much as he can yeah he's like he's not um like he's not gonna retire you know cool you know he's just not gonna stop he's yeah. that kind of guy you know and he he's a plumber as well so between the two he's like very very busy most of the time and it suits him because he does he gig like proper, yeah, proper yeah. Gig? yeah 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 like it's not just like he wouldn't he wouldn't shout out about it it's not very enjoyable stuff most of the time i think but right he has like one gig where he really enjoys it and gets to let loose and like Class. brings like you know four toms and <laughs> yes. he's just collecting symbols now as well and yeah his, in his internet phase you know oh yeah, just gotten yeah. into it and there you go the internet yeah. might make you happy yeah <laughs> it's definitely shone a light on him anyway yeah yeah, yeah like he was just never into it, you know. Okay. And now he knows how to navigate through his phone onto YouTube to watch videos of drummers and shit. <sighs> and I'm just sending yeah. him stuff all the time. He's going like, check this guy. And he's like, fucking hell, you know. Sad. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. But he's buying cymbals and he's got a bunch. I used a bunch on the album and stuff. And Yeah. yeah? Especially this one. I'm, yeah. He, he bought this, like, I think it was the first symbol. I think so. He could probably correct me on this. But I think the first symbol he bought off the internet, probably the first thing he bought off the internet, it was this hunk of shite Zildjian piece of shit from yeah like someone kind of ripped him off it was like oh, 90, 90 quid but it was like just the worst sounding thing it's like oh, a, no. not a zbt but something like that okay you know something cheap yeah and thick and heavy and loud yeah and real pain hit, yeah yeah oh. nothing but you know and he hit it and it was just like oh god it's awful so he chucked it in the fire and no uh, way just leave it for a bunch of I don't know how long, hours and hours, and then like fucking took a hammer to it. And yeah? Yeah. And now it's just like, it looks like the moon. It's got all dense and... Is that the one... Did you, you see it when you came in? I saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got, it like... It's mad, I've it? never seen a symbol that looks like yeah, it yeah. before. It looks amazing. Totally whack. It's, it kind of like... grey on top and... Yeah, it, it like... I'm trying to describe... I'm doing this like wave motion with my hands, yeah. but it's... No one can see except me, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to describe... I think, uh, think about how to describe it to anyone listening. Yeah, it's kind of... I think it looks like the moon, no? Like craters, but like inverted yeah. craters. They're yeah, like yeah, mountains yeah. almost on it. I think it's on your Instagram. There's a cliff that you put up. Oh, uh, could be, yeah. you're playing, and it's like top yeah. left, like yes. where you'd hit with... Yeah, yeah, just above the hi-hats kind of. I could. I was shifting shit around. It could be. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it came out really nicely on, on one of the parts. It's just a really dead, but it's just really nice, like, you know, quite Class. deep yeah, yeah. thing, but it just dies immediately then, like, you know, oh, no resonance, which is amazing considering what it came from, you know. There you go, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your symbols on the fire. Yeah. Take a hammer to them. <laughs> All your symbols. That's amazing. It was cool, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So when when did the you said age thirteen the drums started? Yeah, uh, I think at that point I had asked um, for like a snare drum or a drum kit or something. And dad, you know, we kind of grew up watching him play. Okay. And he had two old Ludwig kits um, sitting around at home, so one was kind of unused. And then on my thirteenth birthday, I think it was, he set it up as like my gift. You know, when I came home from school, it was like set up and stuff. And wow, he bought me this uh, snare drum an old. It was like a 12 inch, 12 by 8 pearl snare drum or something. 12 by 8? Maybe not 12 by 8. No, 12 by 6, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Still cool. It was cool. That's, that's yeah, it was really honky. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Oh. So that was my perfect first. Perfect for a 13 year old. Yeah. 
sure oh, yeah just get cool. in there and whack that yeah that'd be savage so that was my first kind of proper memory of starting to play properly for for an extended kind of period of time you know right yeah and we had the shed there <clears throat> and i would go in and play and like yeah dad was never one for giving me lessons or anything i kind of asked him at the start i think and he was just like i don't really want to it was probably a time thing and like yeah. he also never they never wanted to put neither of my parents wanted to push anything on us you know they always just kind of left us yeah do whatever we wanted to do um so i would ask him and he'd be like just just play the most simplest thing you can think of for 20 minutes half an hour and do nothing else you know that's probably the best advice you can give to any drummer. Best be advice. At any point, you know. Yep. If you're trying to learn something or slow it down, yeah. just play it, just sit with it. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Learn how your body feels doing it. Totally, yeah. How your mind feels, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That, <clears> uh, yeah. I was doing that in a lesson today with that guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's one-on-one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, I cannot stress the value of playing the exact same thing, mm. ideally at a low dynamic for 20 minutes straight. Yeah. Just start there. Yeah. And just the exact same thing. If it's 16, 32, whatever, 64 notes across four bars, 16, mm. 16 notes, you know, um, in 16th notes, just do it. Just play the exact same thing mm. for 20 minutes quietly. Yeah. Can you do it? Yeah. yeah. Have you got the patience yeah. to do it? Yeah. Learn, the, the and if you haven't, learn the patience <clears throat> exactly, to yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. Because that's what most of your life will be like, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, as a drummer. And if you can do it for 20 minutes, you can do it for like, you know, the 40 second passage in the tune that needs it. Yeah, really well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. You know, if you can do it for an hour or an hour and a half, yeah. like, um, have you ever come across, I'm going to butcher his name, but Newell Tsumbu, I think is his name. Yeah, I think you could nearly nail it. Yeah. Guitarist? Yeah, Newell, yeah. Newell. Yeah. Uh, apparently he and Eamon Cagney, who plays, yeah. oh man, Stupid. plays percussion. Yeah. I've heard not from them, but from Barry Donahue, who plays bass. Okay, uh, he's like incredible, like jazz bassist. That those two get in a room together and play the same thing over and over again for three hours. Wow, yeah, which explains so much. Yeah, Sp explains their relationship on their stage, yeah. how good they are, absolutely yeah. everything. And <clears throat> yeah, I've I've done it a handful of times, like mm. an hour straight of of something maybe. Yeah, probably like five or six times, and mm. I can't recommend it enough. Of just yeah, sitting this down is so much hour. in every moment, right? Yeah, like there's so much, or there is a potential for there to be so much. Yeah. So if you can just leave it alone and leave it with space, then you have the ability to to add to it or even take away from it again. You know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, and <clears throat> like even five minutes in, it feels like you're doing nothing. Mm. Your mind is so empty because you've been doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And then you can really actively start to adjust sure. what you're doing. Yeah. You can adjust how you're sitting or yeah. how you're breathing. Yeah. Your posture. All these other things. Just changing one limb or something. Change like one yeah. limb, bring yeah. that dynamic all the way up, all the way yeah. back down. Is that ghost note exactly <coughs> where I wanted to be? Yeah. yeah. All of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And ah, oh, <coughs> I it, unfortunately we can't be programmed to do things really quickly mm. as humans it'd be sure. great if you could play something for five minutes and then nail it nail it for five minutes for the rest of your life but sure i mean yeah i wonder would it be as good though you know? yeah right yeah yeah if you didn't have to work as hard for the things that you get in life would they be as rewarding you know probably yeah. not we'd probably get used to the cycle of reward a lot quicker and our entire dopamine system would be different would as be, well yeah know? Instagram 
yeah has I done mean, that exactly yeah. right it's like yeah that instantaneous thing just wears off very quickly doesn't it and then you're just unhappy with yourself or something or whatever yeah yeah it's the same as going into a room and just fucking <laughs> yeah whatever and there's nothing wrong with that either yeah, like, yeah. that's do that, fun whatever but yeah um after a while you realize you're not really learning anything or taking anything in because you're just not thinking essentially yeah it's not like a conscious oh we've got a visitor oh i wonder who it is Oh, it's oh. D Rock. Oh. Live on air. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Darren Roach, everybody. What's up? Otherwise known as D Rock. D Rock. D Rock in the house. <laughs> How rude. Oh yeah. my God. He's a legend. D Rock's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, can't recommend it enough to mm. anyone anyone out there listening who's, who's not tried that yet. Do it. Like, I saw, I think there's a clip on Questlove's Instagram mm. where he said, try play this for an mm. hour straight. And it's just, it's one of the most beneficial things I've ever done. Mm. Jojo Mayer talks about that as well. Yeah. There's a video of him. I think it's PASIC. Is that what it's called? That like, it might be PASIC. I'm not sure what it is. But basically just, he, he mm. talks about sitting in like one concept. Not, not necessarily a beat, but just one concept. Mm. And his whole thing was, as 16th notes doing a three note pattern of kick right left so it kind of goes across the bar line he keeps a pulse a six you know a quarter note pulse with his left foot and he's just going just i think i've seen that one yeah yeah it's fucking mind blowing and he's just like <clears throat> okay you can do that and then you can you can work out how you can play one bar of that and then you can change it and you go kick left right and then you go, you know, change it around. You go right, kick, left, or whatever. And then he's like, no, 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 no. Go back. Go back to the very first one and explore it to death. Mm. Like, play it for an hour or two hours or whatever. Mm. And orchestrate it every way possible. Yeah. And, jeez, I've, d- I've done it a, a couple of times yeah. with that specific one. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just so much within one concept, as you say, right? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Mm. And it's just... The the best way I can describe the results from it is that it it takes away that fear of orchestrating something around it around the kit, <coughs> or at least orchestrating the concept you're in. Uh, in the moment, yeah, you know, mm. if you know what the concept is going to be uh, as you're about to go into that moment, you can put it anywhere. Because chances are you've probably done it. Yeah. If you've done it for an hour. All those little pr- variations on it. like yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even if you go back to like a really simple variation mm-hmm. that you liked, chances are you're going to nail it. It still sounds good, right? It still yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, gonna it's probably the best one. The yeah, first it's one, probably right? the yeah. best one. <laughs> the nicest one that you found, your your home base, is still going to sound unreal in the context of like a 4-4 tune yeah. with a cover band. Yeah. You throw that thing in, people are going, oh, what? Where's yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Play the same thing for an hour, kids. <laughs> anyway, that's what your dad said. Sorry, that was a big tangent. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was just in that shed for for my teenage years, let's say. Right. Uh, I had just the one band that I started when I was like 13. Um, well, it was one band that formed into another one with the same kind of group of people. Okay. But uh, it was, uh, I was basically just into metal music from when I was 12 till 19 or something. Class. kind of all I listened to, like. Yeah? 
that and a bit of like prog stuff you know okay but prog just never really getting away from metal really like you know yeah it's like prog metal okay uh so i yeah. would i would never have pegged you as yeah as it's, it's been so yeah, long yeah. yeah yeah that's mad yeah like 10 years now so yeah heavy hitting then <clears throat> not even kiss? you know i i have these memories of going like just thinking about the whole thing especially now in hindsight and just going like metal is like an angry thing right that's what the way everyone perceives it it's like angry music or like something that's meant to release anger yeah but i never i was never angry i was never an angry child and it was never about being angry so it was more just like this is the music i'm playing and it's it's fun to like be methodical and super tight and i mean i had a double kick and all that right and yeah, yeah. Like, i was just into like that kind of music and it was never like there was never a side of or an underlying sense of aggression for me or like that kind of punk attitude of like rebelling yeah it was never like that no oh it was just like this is like it's probably like a peer thing as well you know yeah just what i was exposed to yeah my dad was like heavy rock kind of stuff okay. and then he was also into the metal when we started showing it to him so it was like you know this big four-way metal fucking class yeah thing yeah it's cool that's very cool yeah so like bands like pantera i mean it started out with like pop punk like green day blink white two all that yeah. stuff and then from that drumming it's very heavy drumming really isn't it like yeah into that it's like nirvana and then like onto like metallica and megadeth and anthrax and all that and then like opeth all that kind of stuff wow yeah all, all that's decapitated all that shit yeah and then like even like necrophages you ever heard that stuff no that's all like program but like it's yeah I still listen to it. Go like, yeah, sick. You know, <laughs> savage. I think the I think my metal years like culminated in a band called Sixth. You probably know them. Yeah, yeah. English six piece, two singers. Yeah, four piece band. Yeah, they're fucking wild. Dan Ford was his name, the drummer. Okay. And that was like I had that album, um, both their albums on for years. It seemed just constantly. Class. And I was just working out all the bits and fucking ah, deadly. Going ham on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. And then when I went to college, he was actually teaching there as well. Not no, in the college, but like a once a night, one wow. Friday night kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Did you yeah, go yeah. to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was class. Although he had shaved his head by then. So it was like the image or something wasn't there. And I was like, <laughs> not as good as I hoped. <laughs> but That's yeah, no, I, I went to a bunch of his classes and it was it was really cool, yeah. yeah. Very cool. But again, I think I was on the way out of that way of thinking about drumming. Okay. When I, at the time... Yeah, when he was teaching. So, so all this super rigid, like metronomic uh, stuff, yeah. I was just not m- very much into anymore or something. Okay, so so you went thirteen up to about <coughs> nineteen, listening to metal and stuff. And did yeah. you did you go straight from school into that music college? Yeah, and I say I went to college. I went to this establishment for about nine months, met a bunch of people, and then I I didn't finish it. Or I just failed it all. You know, okay, so came yeah, back yeah. home and right. yeah, just wasn't for me. The <laughs> yeah. Whole. yeah. I didn't like school or, yeah, it wasn't very good at it. And yada, yada, yada. It's not yada, for everyone, yada. is it? Like, yeah, yeah. But still, I have a lot of friends from there still and still people I'm in contact with, drummers and oh, even cool. someone I met um, when we were up recording one of the nights, he was up in Dublin doing the, he plays with Nal Horan, Alex Tordeson, his name is. Oh, I, I Do don't know? know him, but. Yeah. Uh, he plays with Jake Curran. From a distance, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know who he is, yeah. Um, so I met him after since then actually i've only brushed into him once over the last 10 years and then i saw him again there and it was just like really really nice to catch up class you know that's so cool yeah it's really cool that's so i still just got contact nick and the engineer yeah, yeah, yeah. he's from there and 
another friend of mine, Danny, who's from there as well. So, ah, man, it was a good spot. Yeah, good people, like really fun, good musicians. In London, uh, South East London, Guildford. Okay. It's about forty minutes from the right. train outside London. Yeah, yeah, so it was like a stop off. It was a shite town. Yeah. yeah, just a business town, basically. Okay. Yeah, I think that school was set up by Scientology money as well. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> no way. Yeah, just saying. Don't actually know, but. <laughs> Well, hey, look. I think it was all a bit you know, weird. You got <laughs> <for> yours. <me>. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So you came home, set up the cover band, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it all just kind of happened. I can't remember specifically when yeah. or where or how, but it just um, kind of that was like the main thing after I came home. Um, farewell, Jar as well. That was before that. Yeah. Um, cover stuff day jobs and then i started i kind of just said to myself after i stopped in the covers that i wouldn't do that again you know i wouldn't go back into music going like oh i just want to really want to play gigs and make money from it i'll yeah. do this cover thing right. i didn't want to do that so i kind of waited i was working jobs for three or four years or something day jobs and stuff yeah and then it just became this thing of like trying to balance the the amount of time i had so i was playing with Two of the guys from the disco band, Sam and Eden, the guitarist and the bass player, we had a band called Oos, which was like, it was like, it's very electronic. Uh, it was like more down tempo hip hop kind of stuff at the start. Then it formed into like live improvised techno. We used to do these like two hour sets. What? Yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't like into videoing myself. I wish I had some videos of that shit. It was like, fucking wild. Yeah. Oh. Um, would, you so ever we, do it, would you ever do it again? Uh, we tried maybe like... Was it a year ago now we were trying it was like last year yeah I'd cast the year yeah. before it, it changed again after we stopped okay. we stopped for a little while and Eden was traveling Sam was traveling and then live improvised techno it was fun yes yeah. please yeah I want to hear that it was fun it's kind of it was funny though because the disco thing kinda, they all kind of even now with Moxie as well like the disco element and the four on the floor stuff with the techno it's all like very the same thing for me or something you know yeah like i totally get it do you know what i mean yep yeah 100 percent. they all kind of feed into each other so i'm yeah. still essentially playing dance music with da- with moxie. With moxie you know that's the way i see it although yeah, it's yeah. not it's not, you wouldn't call it dance music you know no. but yeah yeah so i mean music's all one the same really isn't it? all the same rhythms we're still all playing african rhythms right yeah that's where it all comes from and yeah 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 i think that i i joked with about that was someone was like oh you're playing with so many people i was like i'm just hitting things <laughs> i don't have pedal well i you know what i mean i don't have like sound pedals it's not like you know i could play the same disco beat in sure. eight different projects yeah. and it's suitable yeah yeah because it's, it's just the pulse it's just the way it is it's yeah. just the pulse. like that's all we are we're just sitting there being the pulse yeah. and i guess that's it's great for drummers because all music is the same you know yeah, and it's it's fun to explore it like that as well. Like yeah. look at like funk and drum and bass. It's like it's just sped up, right? It's yeah. like the same grooves, just sped up. Hundred percent. And that's really fun to like look at and explore and like try and play and like yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus. Real fun, yeah. Yeah. Um. So Oose it was called. Oose O O S E. Yeah. O O S E. Yeah. As in like. Which came from us wanting to play house music when we were still doing the disco stuff. Okay. It just was like a little joke where we'd go like Oose music. I don't know. Okay. It's not funny to anyone. <laughs> right. Except us. Yeah. You know. Yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like silly, stupid stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then we, we uh, took time away from it. And then Eden came back to me one time and he was like, I've got a bunch of music. I really want to do it again. And it was like a very different thing then because he had written all this music. 
Okay. And I was just really into it. And uh, yeah, then we did a bunch of gigs and Sam was like in and out of it. And he's away in Glasgow now. He lives in Glasgow. And uh, I think for me, yeah, it was, we were like producing this track while I was touring. Like Eden's very, very like good at making music. Okay. Producing music and just like general sound stuff like if you listen to any of his stuff he doesn't really release it it's the kind of sad thing in my mind he doesn't really care but he's just like everything he does is like that's incredible so cool. you know it's that's really, great really good they're always the best yeah when he doesn't care you know, unspoken like, ones. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know it's savage music as well yeah yeah we were kind of like i was mostly in the states with talos at the time and it was like january and we had this track that we wanted to put out and I was kind of just sending him notes on what I thought of his arrangement and like all the sounds and stuff. And I was like sending him these massive, really specific emails of like times with different ideas for stuff. Wow. And he would just like get back to me in like an hour or two. Like whenever he sat down with it, he'd have it all done. Like just like, what the fuck? No that way. That was like a good like six. <laughs> you, were there, you were spending like three days really thinking about it. Making yeah. all these notes. Just listening over and, like, and over. And bang. And, yeah. He was just like, yeah, I got it. And I was like, fucking <sighs> hell, man. Jesus. really good but it took like six months and then at the end of it i was like i need to do drums to this like it doesn't really make sense because all had electronic drums in it i was like i need to just like finish this off in that respect and then uh we just didn't really get the time and then i think eden he had some problems with his hand like an arthritis kind of thing oh, shit. so yeah it all just kind of fizzled out and i think he's just happy working and he works in the opera house now so okay yeah uh, i think we'll, we might do it again yeah at some point i'm yeah not calling out to you eden maybe i am in a little way yeah maybe it's a yeah. very fun project it's very like open and musically like limitless you know what we could do with it and cool it's very like powerful kind of shit you know yeah yeah i like the sound of that meticulous going through like you care you know you both cared yeah i think when it when it's there you know yeah when he asked me to just look at it or listen to it and do it live and stuff i was just like i can't I was like, listen to the stuff. I was like, I can't listen to this and not have, I just, all these ideas came. So, and I, I'm not very good on computers and I'm just getting into Ableton and just figuring out how to do all that stuff myself. So at a, it was at a period in time when I didn't have that knowledge myself. So I just, that was the best thing I could get to it. I was like, I can't just not speak my mind. And that yeah. was the only way I was giving him notes, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I still do it with things. It's, yeah, it's actually yeah. really, I think it's good to be, specific about things if you have ideas about them totally some people appreciate it some others don't right yeah but it's the way it goes yeah. take it or leave it right yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah i know depends on the person exactly um yeah. so when did the talos thing start uh for me it was like uh 2016 is that four years ago pretty much yeah, yeah. so it'd be like june 2016 no start of the year yeah like january february yeah wow so I was doing six months with Owen and David is the keys player. Uh, we're doing that as like a three piece. It was a two piece at one point because I can't remember what happened. Oh, we were in London and Doc was ill. Yeah. And we had to do it as a two piece. So that's the smallest it's been. I mean, Owen, Owen's done solo gigs, but I don't think he likes to do it. He doesn't like to be alone when he's performing, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. He doesn't like to be bare. I think it's nicer yep. with something complimenting him. Cool um so two piece three piece and then um it was body and soul that june and he wanted to get a bigger band together so he was asking me who we should get and i was like well my brother just got back from australia and my twin plays bass so there's there's two 
there's Class. two members of the band you can have you know or just like be that. interested and yeah yeah and then sam was already obviously he was playing with talos before i was so right. that was another one that i he, think he went on after me after me I, I played with saint sister at other voices and he hopped up after right they did like eight gigs of that that year yeah well. yeah it was in it was in some fucking tent thing yeah at the back of one of those venues yeah and there was a it was storm desmond was, uh, was yeah had just hit Jesus. yeah and that whole the entire canopy we were under was like all over the place yeah and um yeah sam hopped up and he just had his hair was so long then and he had, he had his mustache <laughs> And he had this huge, like, 26-inch ride cymbal. And I was like, that guy is so fucking cool. <laughs> I was like, I just 26 that, inches? It was Where'd huge. You get that? I don't really? know what it was. It was massive. Maybe it was 24. Okay. It was this massive thing. And I was just like, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, I bet this band are going to be so much better than we just were. <laughs> or maybe he was on before and he was packing down or something. Yeah. But I was like, how is this fucking cowboy? Like, yeah. <laughs> literal. He's probably wearing li- cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, real-life cowboy probably in from the states or something and then it was like oh hey i'm from you know west cork, west cork yeah it's like oh, fuck's sake yeah yeah <laughs> just like that's so cool that was the first time i ever saw sam okay yeah yeah um yeah and that was the in around the same time he was starting conley's that same December. right okay he opened on the 18th i think it was that year no way and that's been running about four years now three years four years yeah wow so that was all that happening at the same time all so, around that time so yeah. yeah and then i think they they must have been a trio then were they yeah yeah they were doing it as a three piece yeah, yeah yeah i remember sam telling me he, he was like i'm not really a great drummer but i can talk my way into any gig <laughs> <laughs> he said that uh, and, yeah and hilarious. then when i saw you were playing drums and he was playing percussion i was like good he's been found out <laughs> 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 or else he fessed up or something yeah uh sam <laughs> he's one of my favorite humans for yeah. sure yeah, yeah you should have him on he's yeah. I, I have to yeah jesus yeah yeah if if i could time it for before the 10th anniversary gig oh yeah that'd be really cool sure. yeah just add to add to the mm. kind of i guess special nature of that that'd be kind of cool mm. that'd be nice yeah i'll get in contact with him that'd be really nice mm. and he could just talk about it and talk about the legacy yeah, of con- talking himself yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll stay quiet just <laughs> turn both mics on to him <laughs> <laughs> um but that, because I know Connolly's was a venue for a long time, right? Yeah, twenty five years. His father yeah. for yeah. Oh, fucking hell! I'd yeah. love to hear all about that. Yeah, because it's amazing that he's. Ah, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. it's really beautiful. Yeah. Taking it back up and yeah. yeah, revamped it. The work he's doing done there now and doing there again now is just it's great. Like yeah, yeah. Just with the, I mean, we were there for some of it, like the actual restructuring of the venue itself, because like right. none of it was properly supported for twenty five odd years, you know really it's like this whole upper floor was just like not supported whatsoever essentially really yeah like a real that, old that bit around the, the balcony bit the yeah. balcony bit the very the back bit like none yeah. of that was actually sitting on support beams like yeah what yeah when we took it out it was literally just like floating almost yeah so we had to like put these fucking beams back in there like yeah it's crazy yeah jesus yeah. probably added to people's dance moves you know they're like <laughs> <laughs> the whole floor is Stepping shaking. into the floor, yeah. Jesus. Mm. Well, it's done now. It's great. And he's making pizzas. He is. It's going yeah. well. Yeah. Great, yeah. 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 So anyway, you you came in at some point. Body yeah, is, but, uh, yeah he handed the job thing. to me basically because he just got too busy with that again. Like, right, you know, yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's always kind of been that. Something's taken over from 
from his and I have him to thank for all pretty much my whole career you know as a musician really the way that I look at it you know it's always been like the same uh, circular kind of right, thing yeah. where I'm a very shy person I still am in a lot of respects you know and he's a very forward like let's fucking hang out and like do something you know yeah and he still is you know he's like calls me up and he's just like do you want to fucking go and have a sauna somewhere or do something you know yeah I'm like yeah you know <laughs> um but yeah that's the way I see it is like that's always been my introduction to new bands or projects cool. or something so yeah. I only have him to thank really for, for that's unreal you know? mm. that's so cool so that that was Body and Soul that was the first yeah six piece then yeah six piece that night yeah wow cool and it was just I think for the first time for all of us with that project um for Owen as well I think the first time we realised like what it could be live you know okay so you'd had a bunch of setups before and it was it was its own thing but like it was never like that the powerful kind of thing it is at that point yeah and more so now you know it's okay yeah it's gotten better at it but so that was Body and Soul I must have seen you guys that electric picnic because I remember messaging Owen asking him to ask you what your snare was oh yeah that was Sam's father's snare so wow. yeah that big it's a big a all the drums that we use me and sam are a drums so sam's father uh became a dealer for the company just before he died no way so yeah you got these two kits sent to him uh their velvet series which is the one i used on the recording and so basically um on moxie stuff yeah yeah oh wow it's the first time i've properly recorded it yeah it's fucking it's gorgeous class um so he had two kits sitting there and then Sam has his own kit and then Paddy also had his own like six, seven piece kit, like a massive rack thing with oh, amazing. 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 toms and shit, 20 <laughs> kit kits, stupid. Yeah. But yeah, Um. so loads of drums sitting around the place and then he died and then uh, the two kits were sitting there. The one I have is sitting there for like 10 years, pretty much, nine, Whoa. eight, nine years probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think of just saying what i did uh was it like a year or two ago now just being like can i just buy it bit by bit off you you know because they're expensive drums you know yeah and uh he he actually gave the first kit him and his mom gave the the other kit to my father because he was really ill at the time came out of hospital and then it was like as a kind of thank you because my father's very like giving and he took care of sam a lot he was like a father figure for sam a lot of the time as well so oh man as a present he got that kit and he's still using it now yeah it's nice yeah Jesus full circle kind of stuff holy yeah. shit Jesus Christ nice, yeah. yeah yeah and Fucking we all hell. grew up around Conley's and watching my father play watching Sam's dad play so it was just this huge you know Jesus thing that we're still all emotional we're still riding you know Fucking hell yeah that's crazy yeah oh man that's very strong stuff there like yeah you know. they're fucking amazing humans our fathers you know what yeah. they did for the community and what they're, my father's still doing and what Paddy would still be doing you know yeah, and what Sam's doing now yeah. because of that and, you know it's like they did a lot for this country wow for yeah the country. for the country <laughs> for this nation <laughs> um, fucking hell yeah so that snare came from that the kit that snare man is a one of a kind yeah it's a it is one of a kind 14 by 6.5 yeah. just fat and just I even the snares on it were fucked but like yeah. just the way they were tensioned and tied onto the thing you just wouldn't change them you know really well two of the strands were just absolutely fucked but yeah. like, you just wouldn't touch it because it sounded so good you know I remember those but I think Mihol was the other guy who asked me that, that really gig. he's like what the fuck was that snare man yeah. yeah maybe he was asking about you actually because I didn't know you back then 
Maybe he was asking my friend wants to know what. Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe me all did as well at some other point, but that was me. I, I messaged Owen straight after picnic. I was like, uh, maybe like it was in the moment. Yeah, you know, as it was happening. You're like not even watching the gig, going like yeah. snare, snare. I turned around to like see if I could yeah, see if I knew who the front of house engineer was. Yeah, it's Frankie <laughs> at that time. Frankie yeah, I, Pollard, I I didn't know okay. who, who it was, but I was like, that guy's a wizard, or else that snare is just. Both. One of the it was both yeah. one of the best things I've ever heard <laughs> and then I, I got Brendan Canty like so emotionally controlling the lights <laughs> just oh yeah, like, yeah. Really, yeah he had just this funniest face yeah it just really made me laugh and then I kind of snapped out of it that's hilarious yeah but that snare it's an animal yeah is that Velvet series no it's a custom one custom yeah. yeah Paddy's kit was all custom right and he had his name his initials there's another story maybe I should just wait for Sam to tell you the other story of that whole thing Okay. I don't know. He had he had his name engraved on the kit that he actually got in the end. Right. Uh, oh, I'll tell you. All right. The first kit he ordered from Aot, uh got abducted in transport, and Whoa. literally ended up in uh, like a traveler's fire. It just burnt for warmth on someone who didn't have warmth. It was found like months or years later or something. Yeah, just in a heap. So he ordered another one, got his name like engraved on it to make sure that someone knew it was his or something like that or I don't know yeah. what yeah <laughs> the first kit you got from them just got burnt oh. and like the drums are I can't they're beautiful like my kit still smells like you can just smell the wood after oh man you know that yeah <sighs> yeah yeah. it's Canadian maple all the drums yeah oh amazing mm. yeah no that drum that that particular snare I've yeah. never been so taken by a specific drum yeah and how it sounds and i don't know maybe it'll happen sometime in the future but there was just something about it mm. it was just and front of house whoever it was was doing an amazing job Frankie, yeah, yeah just making it cut but that's the thing it must have mm. that drum must have such a specific fundamental frequency mm. and he was dialing that in yeah and it was just cutting right through just in the nicest way Lovely. through this like lush music sure it's just you yeah. know always there like this big soundscape and then just this right like, there with you yeah. just like right <laughs> there it's like, i know at this time it probably talks, it sounds like i'm talking about a dream or something but that's what it felt like well no talos that, is very like atmospheric yeah it's atmospheric yeah, yeah. music isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah so it was yeah yeah i'm I, I am talking quite literally about it and yeah it was just a very specifically yeah. good sound yeah um i think one. they're that kind of i don't know maybe it's the same with all drums you just find i mean it's the same when you make anything like that and you're so close to the process that sometimes just the way you finish off the job whatever way you set the lugs where they are whatever way you drill a hole and it all just seems to click into a certain thing that makes it sound the way it does i mean yeah. every drum is unique right and that's yeah, yeah, yeah but especially with that amount of care with a custom drum especially you know yeah it just I, know. I mean i have the 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 snare from the the velvet series but it's a right. wood, wood, wooden hooped one and there's just something about it like the snare the snare action the throw off is fucked i have to get a new one the plastic on the bottom of it is kind of worn away or something okay so it's not holding but i still get it to a point where it's it's like overly tight the snare and it ends up um it just sounds really electronic it just gives this like and then it just stops so it oh, rattles cool. and then it's so tight it just you know, stops, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's got this real fucking sweet spot with it. Class. That is all over the record. Yeah, it's yeah. great, man, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the, it's on all the, the douche on all the moxie <laughs> stuff, yeah. 
Savage. Really works as like Unreal. a note, you know, like yeah, a tom. Ah, yeah. yeah. oh, brilliant. It's awesome. Man, that's mm. so good. Ayot drums. Is he still alive? It's R- Ray Ayot. Ray right? Ayot. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's still alive. I think he is, but he doesn't yeah. make the drums anymore. Yeah. He sold the company a while back. There's this guy, Gene Bedwin, is the new owner and maker at Ayot. Yeah. Right. French Canadian dude. So Ayot is still in existence. Still existing, yeah. yeah. And he has a he has an Instagram which he upkeeps okay. and put puts photos up all the right. time. Like Ayot. yeah. Lovely photos. Like oh yeah. They just look <laughs> stupid drums. Yeah. Because yeah. because I have a taste there sitting over yeah, there. Yeah, that's a uh, Ray. I think when he left Ayot initially, right, went and started Tay or something like that. Okay. As a sister company or something like yeah. that, and then he went back to Ayot or something like that, and then then he's now gone from both I don't, I don't know okay yeah i don't know the full story but maybe something like that yeah maybe <laughs> i hope not ray <laughs> hope not ray ray we love you we do and the drums you make thank you you can hear us some some somewhere maybe he will maybe he's maybe listening he in maybe he's listening um so that's that has that been yeah that's pretty much it that's all the talos stuff moxie the last couple of years yeah the last two and a bit years now yeah and I, this was in that period when i was working in Cork at a day job and yes. with my goodness that food company and doing the Talos stuff and then Moxie came along I was playing an Oost gig and they were at the same gig we are doing they saw me play and they were like a week later they were just like do you want to play and I was like yeah sounds good Class. and at that point it was like I was waiting for that point of like involvement with Originals bands that it was enough of an income to actually just stop my day job I couldn't stop because it was like I was kind of terrified of you know all the things you get terrified from not making money yeah uh so i had to like work myself into that and i did it was like this weird phase where i had to actually be told to stop work at my day job uh the guy donald who runs it was just like josh you need to stop because you know you're never available anymore i was like oh yeah okay okay cool yeah sweet (laughs) (laughs) that's great okay yeah off you go you know and was that just from those two projects yeah the last two years with just these two projects has been enough for me to kind of live off. Ah, of brilliant. But I have a different kind of life. I'm not living up in the city. I'm not paying extortionate rent and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is usually your main question is like, from what I've heard is what it, what is it like to make a living in Ireland, right? Yeah. From drums. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've listened to a few answers from other people. I don't think, again, depending on what you're doing, what you like doing, what like what you're actually up for doing, if you can do it between teaching, covers gigs, originals, projects that you, you know, yeah. you love or if you're in any way inclined to do what musicals or yeah anything corporate or anything like this loads of avenues right yeah but you have to i mean it's like anything you're gonna work a lot of hours like really hard and hopefully someday it'll make sense right yeah maybe it won't but like hopefully yeah. enjoy it enough to go through that process which yeah it's your life essentially you know but yeah totally i mean yeah so it's a funny one like because i i'm not very like proficient so there's a lot for me there's less avenues that i can see for myself i need to do more training if i want to like go down different avenues of like getting like proper work or like even like credentials i don't have any credentials i couldn't say to someone like oh i've gone here and like studied and i can do these things and you know i'm not very good like that but um and i consider myself very lucky because of that because of the position I'm in with two originals acts that right. I love and yeah, yeah. with people I love that I enjoy being with and creating yeah. with and being around. So. Well, maybe that comes from not having this <clears throat> sense of entitlement or something that 
does sometimes come with getting a jazz degree or maybe music I don't degree. Know. you never know everyone's, never different, know. Right? everyone's different yeah Every, some of those you know. humble most humble people i've met like like Keen hanley or someone like yeah, that yeah. you know they're just like i know deadpan just like really non not non non appreciative but like just not they don't want to see it you know yeah they don't want to see that anyone's telling them they're good because i think for someone like Keen, it's like that's the end point you know yeah if you think you're good enough then you stop moving forward moving it, forward right? totally that's yeah, like yeah. anything in life right yeah. it's like my dad when he's 70 he doesn't want to stop he doesn't want to stop yeah if you stop you're you give up essentially or something right or uh, yeah I don't, I don't want to say that but like yeah you would give up that's the process you you yeah you would right you just be like well what's the point in continuing because then you're, you're you get less good if you're not at it all the time yeah you're less you just be likely like, I'm to done. go back to it right yeah yeah i can play everything i ever wanted to play yeah i'm done and that comes through different people yeah. at different times for different reasons and there's yeah, nothing totally. wrong with it and yeah, yeah sometimes you need a break i yeah. definitely needed a break you know at certain points yep and then you come back to it and you're all fresh with it and you know yeah can't rec can't recommend that enough yeah. taking just uh, it was like building here i wasn't playing with anybody while i was doing it yeah uh like one kind of little corporate -y thing mm. here and there but otherwise that was it and it was the best thing it was just like no drumming yeah. at all for yeah. six months it was just yeah i became a carpenter basically that was it but yeah no i shouldn't say that about jazz degrees and, and all that <sighs> i know it i know a heap of really lovely jazz you know yeah music degree qualified people who sure. are just absolutely just gents. sound heads yeah. you know, lovely people, so yeah. so so nice and keen is great like that like he even said that on his episode he was like you know if if you can't be your heart your your own worst critic you know like you only you are accountable to yourself you of know course, yeah um and he really you know he shows that like yeah you couldn't t you couldn't tell him he did a great job no he wouldn't he wouldn't accept it no no and yeah. that's great it's great that's i good. mean it pushes him to be who he is and yeah. who he is is like phenomenal you know yeah and it's really nice to be around someone who's like that well that who's that into it and like that well trained because there's so many fucking ideas you know yeah coming out of him just kind of like well like or like someone who for someone who doesn't play drums like let's say let's say in like a talus rehearsal or something like that and i want to be like you know we're 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 kind of trying to stay together on a lot of it or he's like behind what i'm doing like filling it out more right. so but then there's bits where um owen would want him to do something come out and like embellish a part or something like that and he's like trying to like mouth to him like how how <laughs> like what's going on in his it. head you know it's like yeah, yeah. can you just go like there's no fucking sense whatsoever but like yeah. keen's like really just like oh yeah just like you know just just does it just straight does away it. And like you know Class. so it's nice to be around that level of like proficiency and like understanding and ability to just pick up like random bits of information and just turn it into something that you, you can embody just, right and yeah put out and make yeah, sense yeah. for someone right recreate just that yeah, workflow yeah. is like really vital i think you know yeah when you're in situations like that when there's time especially and money involved yeah yeah in, in the moment <clears throat> yeah really yeah. really useful so he's dead right. right you know and people who think like that are on the right path i think you know yeah being like super critical and just go like yeah it was a, you know i can do always better yeah x amount whatever it is on that day you know yeah there's yeah. always more potential underneath yeah yeah which i think is a nice way to look at yourself as well you know yeah definitely mm. yeah 
and leaving headroom that's like the big one mm. it's like always you know or give or give yourself headroom by always and i'm sure Keen does it and i know say someone like dill lynch who's been on would be very into this kind of thing i'm, I'm not going to name everyone but push yourself in the practice room to go far 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 as far beyond what you will ever need to do mm. live yeah. in front of people with a band yeah you know ever push it push it so far because that the further you go if you're working on sevens and nines and whatever mm. it is and you come back and somebody asks you to play four four super straight all of a sudden you can do it way better than you yeah. could you mm. know the bigger the headroom the better mm. you know so it's like the more complex you get, the more it's the simplistic everything underneath it. Underneath becomes. it becomes, yeah. you know, it's it's like going back to grade one again mm. and really knowing how to absolutely nail grade one. Yeah. When grade one might actually be, you know, in, in your eyes, it might actually be grade eight to somebody else. Or, you know, I'm just using numbers, but yeah. but that, that whole concept of just always headroom, like never really go above 60 or 70% on yeah. a live gig. Yeah. Because you never, like an engine at absolutely max revs, when do we ever do that? Yeah. You know? I don't know, I guess I remember running from, from death, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yeah. full steam ahead, gotta go. Gotta go, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, cars, are, cars, the speed limit on the road is 120 kilometers. Mm. And the dial gets to the middle mm. and it says 120. Sure, and yeah. The, and the, 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 speed th thing that's the middle mm. and it can actually go all the way to 240 on most oh, on most level, cars yeah. mm. and we never like i wouldn't go beyond 140 150 on the motorway mm. ever mm. really that's like as much as you should push it and it should be the same with music really sure. you know and it probably is for never looked at like that yeah it's a nice way of putting it you know it's cool it's the same with planes and stuff i remember being on a plane that was kind of late and the pilot was like, "Yeah, we're just going to push it for a little bit, and we'll probably get you home in forty-five minutes instead of <laughs> instead of an hour." Yeah, it's yeah. from London. Right. I was like, "Why don't you do this all the time?" But it's the exact it's same thing. You just necessary, like, right? yeah, yeah, we're just cruising. The car should be cruising, and we should be cruising it yeah. on our instruments and stuff as well. Yeah. You know, it takes a, a while to learn that. Of course, you know, that being whole, comfortable live, yeah, yeah, for sure. That whole attitude of wanting to get in, get get ripping, and yeah. <laughs> get going, yeah. yeah. I really, I love, I don't know, you're, I would be, I'm surprised to hear you say that you feel like you need to get on top of stuff more because I, I feel like when I watch you play, it's like really um, measured. Everything seems to be really specific and really kind of deliberate. Okay. Yeah. Like, actually like it, like you're giving yourself a lot of headroom, mm. you know. I think maybe you've, probably seen most of the videos from my instagram which is mainly talos yeah clips yeah yeah and i think with that i've reached a point of comfortability with the parts okay and there's also this sense of like wanting to push certain parts to keep it interesting okay that whole kind of thing but yeah i think the clips i put up are you know pieces i feel that are flowing nicely and i'm right. comfortable with yeah, yeah i think generally the gig would be like that but it's not it's not always like that you know okay there's, there's yeah, peaks yeah. and troughs to everything right yeah yeah um I, I guess the ones i put up are what i'm trying to be like that's like <laughs> the moments that i want totally like everybody yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. sharing your best the ones that make sense to me yeah at least yeah 
yeah i don't know it's just yeah. when i saw it i was just it's so kind of just very controlled and i feel like if you were going to take that kind of approach to any musical setting you'd be absolutely fine mm. you know so I, I was surprised that when you were like oh no i need to do more i need to well or, or not well, need to but like sure. you would yeah, feel yeah. like you had to yeah but jesus if you were going to play like that anywhere anyone would be happy to have you is what it, is what i mean sure. you know okay yeah, yeah. yeah. well it's been yeah. it's been handy with uh moxie because that's a completely different approach okay you know? from from the get-go everything's completely different musically so <clears throat> but it, i've still found that similar kind of approach of drumming to be more useful to it right Do you know yeah. musically it's uh what i'm trying to say here i guess there's just a lot of elements in both projects that i can use for both okay in being that whatever you see that controlled grounded kind of yeah of a person um while also Moxie giving me more of an outlet to to embellish those to moments, or yeah. whatever. rip, it, loads up, rip it up a bit, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, class. So yeah, that's there's, great. There's a bit of balance between those yeah. those two things, but do you meditate? Uh, I used to a bit, and I've been recently. I stopped it for years, and then recently kind of got rekindled from Owen. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. He got really into it over the last while. Last okay, yeah, four yeah. or five months. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing a bit more now. Yeah. Been kind of inspired by him. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Yet again. No, just thanks, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Owen. No, I, re I, I just it's see just again watching you play. I don't know. Uh, I, I sent Mihal in the direction of Dave Elich, who's okay. Yeah. That LA guy who yeah. can sit in with any band anywhere. You know, 1975, mm. M83, Mars Volta, Miley Cyrus, all these different people. But I think makes most of his income from teaching now. Yeah. And his whole philosophy, I think, is to really know why you're playing mm. and be happy with that. Yeah. With that reason. That that is why you're doing that it. That is why yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. That's and so important. And with everything, yeah. I think. You know, yeah. That's like a life philosophy. Yeah. yeah totally. Being a human. Like, yeah. yeah. 100%. Because we're intelligent enough to do that. Yeah, to give our life meaning, right? Yeah. That's what we're all doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his whole thing is like, there's there's no way you will ever give your best if you're questioning why you're there mm. or if you're unhappy with the reason that you're For there, sure. you know? You're totally unfocused then, like... Yeah. yeah. You're just not going to... You're never going to really give as much as you can. Yeah. And... uh Michal's been to him for a couple of lessons now. I said, oh, cool. you have to hook up with Dave Village because you're going to be in LA a lot. Yeah. Go to him. And he's been and he just put, posted something today and he okay. seems to be really happy with how it's working and stuff. Michal's like the perfect candidate for that kind of thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. But just that that whole like really stepping back from the kit, not... Because yeah. you get... You're a 13-year-old and you get handed a pair of sticks. I was yeah. 13 as well. Mm. You get handed a pair of sticks and these big loud things and you got all this testosterone building up in your body. Mm -hmm. All you want to do is just beat the shit out of them. Mm. And if anything, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. You know? Of course. It should be like to you have should, that. You kind should of arrive at that decision, essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Through your practice. Yeah. 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 And just that like measured kind of control mm. that I feel like you exhibit and like that Dave Elitch really encourages mm. like he talks about meditation and stuff mm -hmm. um, just meditate beforehand and, and skip rope that's his thing okay yeah, yeah. 
he said he tried he said he tried to go for a run before gigs but he just got missing and they'd, they'd wonder where he was so at least if you're skipping rope you're yeah, nearby yeah, yeah. And they can like find you stage. yeah yeah Hilarious. but just have the body warmed up but yeah. also know what you're doing and why you're doing it and stuff mm. but yeah no I, ju- I just thought you your playing was very much like that it's, it's a it's a joy to watch you know it's real yeah Thank you. I r- nice. really enjoy it um all right you've got you've got to get back to west cork and I it's do. getting late it i don't is. want to keep you uh will we do quick fire questions this is something you do isn't it? this is something we do then let's do it um oh jesus adam where are you yeah i can't I'm remember missing you now adam uh where's your favorite place to eat in dublin in dublin yeah um i really like uh do you know it just closed actually govinda's oh. on georgia street there yeah but they have another spot in the north part right yeah yeah um, yeah, like I really like that place. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to the other bit. Really like that place. There's a uh, cornucopia. I really like eating there. Salads are really cheap and they're really good all the time. Yeah. And uh, one more place is pie that pizza place, which nice. is just fucking stupid. Yeah. Savage. Straight in. That's three. You do uh, for one, but yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. I think uh, that's good because that you're you're a perfect uh, candidate for that because you probably wouldn't eat at home a lot you know like some d- drummers who yeah i love home. eating at home but yeah you just don't get a chance yeah it's yeah. like months go by where you're just and then when you get it's really weird when you come home and you don't really know how to think about making food yeah so you like expect someone to just hand you a falafel wrap or something yeah <laughs> i'll just give you money come on yeah, where yeah. are you <laughs> why aren't you in my kitchen right now yeah um music you're listening to at the moment at the moment well, besides all the besides all your stuff, own yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know who I got just got turned on to through um, one of my favorite artists? I've just gotten into the whole modular synth world, right? I say just. I've been really up about it for the last two to three years, trying to understand the language, and then I just bought my first little system in uh, July of this year. Cool. So I've been getting into people who have been making music for years through that medium, or. Wow. Uh, people have just started out as well one guy's called um, Cool Maritime who I'd recommend checking out for if you don't want to actually listen to it it's great for like sleeping to or waking up to or meditating to oh cool but also if you do listen to it it's very very deep and f- just rich with sound he like went out to uh, I can't remember where I think it might be Portland but some massive forest and like he has this like portable modular system and there's loads of photos of him just sitting by these trees covered in moss and he's just like on his headphones by a, he's like recording the streams and stuff making these little videos and stuff his Instagram's amazing like yeah. really really cool he set up in a cabin basically for months on end and made this album which is um, Sharing Waves is called his most recent album that's really cool and then I just saw a guy that he posted called Malcolm Cecil uh, who I found out uh, he's got one album from 1983 he's like in his 80s now Wow. And still doing stuff, I think. You know, he was at Nam this year and showing off his fucking class. He looks like uh what's his face from Back to the Future? Um Doc. Doc. Yeah. 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 Oh class. Kinda like him, that kind of character. But um that album he has it's on Spotify as album. I'm sure he's got a bunch more, but I found out he's a producer on um I'm new here. You know that Jamie XX album? Yeah. And he did a bunch of Jill Scott stuff back in the day, back in the eighties oh. and seventies and stuff. So wow. he's been like behind the scenes as a producer for his career but his, cool. his music is fucking cool yeah deadly so yeah that's great yeah um this was a fun one i that you don't don't feel like you have to answer ben shot it shot it down on the last episode but maybe a drummer who you think is 
lauded when maybe they shouldn't be? <laughs> that is a strange question. Yeah. Is there anyone like, okay, so is, uh, alternatively, like a, maybe a band who are really big, but you just don't get, you don't can't, get, why can't get it. That big. Like I don't get the whole Smiths <laughs> thing. Uh, funnily enough, uh, Hosier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why he's that big. Fair. But I, I also do, but I just don't, yeah, yeah. I don't get his music that much as anyone else, you know? Yeah. When I hear him play like bluesy kind of stuff, I see him playing it. I'm like, fair play, you can play it and stuff, but I kind of just don't get why it's, it's so crazy big, like, you know? Yeah. He's got a good voice. He does. That'll carry you a long way. Yeah, and a character. and Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't the best example. I do get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in yeah. my head, I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the answer you're looking for? Yeah. Kind of. Like, yeah, yeah. Something you think, eh, Yeah. About. Yeah, but but then flip it onto a drummer. Onto Are there any drummer. like of these? Like Stuart Copeland was my pick. Really? Which I then backpedaled on yeah, right. because I was actually just jealous. Okay. Because Stuart Copeland found a band that just led him away with being like an over energetic yeah. thing. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, cool. Just do that. Yeah. It's like, what? We were all that. Yeah. yeah we were yeah. all like 13. Yeah. And he's like still acting like him, his 13 year old self. Yeah. And I just realized I was being jealous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually behind it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a tough one. You don't I, have to answer. Yeah. I'm just trying to actually think of someone who actually thinks like that. I usually, yeah look at most drummers who are in a position for a reason and i'm like yeah. that makes total sense because they're clearly amazing like you know yeah, yeah so it's a hard one to, for me to think of yeah no i don't feel like you have to answer okay. it's a silly question i think we'll drop it from now on okay yeah is that right adam adam <clears throat> <laughs> um worst gig you've ever played worst gig i've ever played uh Oh, like worst gig. I would call my worst gig some shitty wedding that we ended up doing. Right. Because it was, I like it was just naff. You know, the setting okay. was yeah. crap, and I just consider that just shite. You know. Yeah. As a vibe for okay. a gig. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember anything going drastically wrong. Really, like anything that would be like. Uh, there was definitely a few at festivals. Yeah, for sure few mishaps but not for me ever you know wasn't ever from my part it was like other people fucking up you know yeah yeah i think there was one where someone went missing and we had to like <laughs> jesus play the gig we'd play the gig with uh my brother actually who'd made it over to the festival but he didn't know any of the tunes and he had to like learn it that morning kind of thing and we played the gig that night and it was just awful like yeah whoa yeah jesus pretty heavy going yeah that mm. must have been a stress fucking hell yeah <laughs> best gig best gig yep so far uh i'm pretty sure there was one recently best gig no it's been a lot of moments yeah i bet a lot of moments i seem to be drawn to festival environments um definitely been a few with talos i don't really know man like the gigs with moxie i feel are going to get to like a really really good place i feel like a lot of the places we play at the moment or have played 
or like some of the venues are just not to scratch like not proper pas we don't get a good mix in our ears or all that kind of stuff so okay it's always like really fun with the moxie crew and really satisfying or like challenging so they're always like really interesting gigs to play um but then something like that would like let it down or something like that so okay um i can't pinpoint the best gig best three best three there'd be like electric picnic this year okay uh with the double drum thing that was cool actually the olympia was really really yeah, cool there that you was go a fucking rad gig. there you go yeah. Uh, one that i've been looking forward to as well and like it was actually the first time we'd actually properly um had a chance to to rehearse with kian properly okay or maybe just because we'd revisited after doing that initial rehearsal at the start of june it was uh and then we also had a proper mix for that gig which is also could just make or break a gig right you know yep i remember there was like the main stage of body and soul uh, with Talos actually uh, the first time I met Kian actually he was playing with Two Fools and I remember that gig was like everyone was like bigging it up it was like first time on a main stage you know loads of people there yada 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 and then like the radio system they'd provided for us was just like in and out literally like deafening oh you know for my entire experience that 40 minutes whatever it was Jesus so I'd and I the click was coming in and out all that kind of shit so I was just like hope for the best pray for the best just play what you feel and like yeah trust in yourself that kind of thing and like just you shouldn't ha- be having those conversations with yourself yeah in the right moment, you try know? not to break down an anxious mess and just like play these fucking songs yeah, yeah. but it was literally just like <laughs> oh my god yeah it was, that was awful fuck but so like, maybe that's worse gig maybe it could have been yeah that's not part of the question yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 uh so Olympia. Yeah, sorry. First time we've uh we I was actually able to hear him play. Class. First time we had a proper mix of each other and oh, time really? to actually get it at the gig. So and then the Brilliant. lights for that one as well. I have a couple of videos I must put up. They're fucking wild. Yeah. Class. Really, really cool. Unreal. So that was cool. Favorite drum pattern, groove, rudiment, whatever, you know, something. There was something um that guy Carter McLean. Yeah. Him? He's so good. There's something I picked up off him recently. Uh, it was like doubles in a triplet kind of pattern. Triplet sixteenths. Oh, yeah. But he just accents. keeps. It's just doubles. Yeah. You know, but you just accent the beat in like a... Uh, so as you're playing like a regular 4-4 four, four beat, you know. Right. But you've got all these ghost notes in between it. It's a cool. super fucking cool thing. I yeah. haven't nailed it yet, but that's my, my newest venture. Class. Pattern thing. Unreal. Yeah. Deadly. Really fun. That's it. That's it. Is that all the questions? That's it. Okay. Unreal. Josh Sa- Samp son. <laughs> yeah. Say it again. Samp son. Don't hold on the P. Come on. <laughs> Josh Sampson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It was lovely. unreal. Lovely to be here. Thanks, Thank Mel. You. Unreal. <laughs>